Hey guys, and welcome to episode 220 of the Startup Diary podcast. My name is Adam, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Harrison, on the mics. Good morning. And today, you are in for a treat. Me and Harry, after episode 216, and if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen when we interview the founder of Gusto. This guy's raised $77 million. He runs a team of 400, an inspirational guy. But the, that show, if you want the cliff notes, is all about taking action. Me and Harry then talk about that on episode 218, which we're saying, if you are not taking action, do not listen to this show. And this is all about how we practice what we preach and how we land a guest on the show that we thought would be unattainable. And we're going to give you the exact email that we use to get that done. <laughs> So Adam, you introduced me to a new guy that I'd never heard of before, but was apparently a very big deal. To be honest, I because you because you're you you're on the YouTubes. I presume, I'm on the YouTubes. <laughs> I presume I don't know. Maybe maybe like he's he's niche for for the UK. Mm. I I can only assume in the US he's got a fairly big brand because he's on Bravo and all that TV stuff. Um, but the chat we're talking about is Ryan Serhant. Yep. When I told you about Ryan, what did you then go and do? Google him first of all because Fair I had play. no clue who he was uh, and then came across his YouTube channel uh, which is actually very surprising that it hasn't popped up on the things that I look at because obviously I do I, I look at a lot of creative things but also I've got things like Gary Vee uh, and his vlog which I stumbled across is very similar style so it's a I huge overlap for the two really isn't yeah it's it? like the motivation element and the behind the scenes vlogging yeah, like element it, of the it Gary Vee feels v. very similar um, I don't a bit of backstory, I don't know if you know, but those two know each other, like Ryan has spoke at Gary V's okay. event. So I, I, was he doing the vlog before he met Gary or? No, I think he started the vlog after his 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 sort of introduction with Gary. Uh, I think he Makes actually sense. references that he basically stole Gary's idea of let's just get a man with a camera to follow, follow him all day. Yeah, well, it, and it, exa- it's exactly that. And the quality is there as well, like great music, just following his day to day. But <laughs> he's obviously, a, he's a very switched on guy, but he is very motivational as well. Like he, you're not just following, because he's a, he's a real estate agent and you're not just following a guy doing his day to day. He, You get the sitting in the back of a cab, giving that little bit of inspiration before he does his next speech. Watched him do a keynote, and before when he's in the in the <laughs> he's in the wings getting mic'd up and that, and he's like, I like to give him three bits of value. Uh, this, well, I can't remember what the three things he says are, but he's like, ah, actually, uh, I, you know what? I'm just gonna wing it. I'm just gonna go out there and wing it. I'm like, Adam all over there. That's a, I was about to credit the guy, but it's now gonna sound like I'm blowing smoke. But that's a credit to guys who, when they know their craft, yeah, they can just jump on stage and they can talk and they can deliver some value. And I think he takes the same approach as Gary Vee because he feels what's happening in the room. Yeah. If they know his spiel, if they don't know his spiel, if they're real estate, if they're just salespeople, he can tailor it to those guys in the room. And just a bit of context for you guys, just to make sure that you understand where we're taking this episode is Ryan's a real estate broker, as Harry said. Yep. He's also become a personality in terms of when it comes to sales. So He's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so he he's featured on Million Dollar List in New York, which is a show where they sell real estate. From that... I guess he landed a deal with Bravo. He's got his own TV show called Sell It Like Sirhand where he goes into small businesses and helps them become better salespeople. And off the back of that, then he's got a book coming out called Sell It Like Sirhand. And the guy's a salesman at heart and he's a self-promotional machine. So all the way through his episodes and his vlogs and everything, you can see this continuous plug. But when we got off the mics with Timo, mm. you asked me a very straightforward... What did you ask me? What was a straightforward question? Well, I said... 
Well, <laughs> the biggest takeaway we got from Timo, uh, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to 216. But the biggest thing we learned from Timo is ask anyone you want to speak to just ask them don't say no for them just send them an email the worst thing they can do is ignore you they can either say no i'm too busy or they can say yes which is surprisingly more common than we ever realized 100 percent. so we took that advice and i was like well one person that i want to speak to right now because we're trying to build this business development process internally in our company i've got a really keen eye on sales deals and pipeline I'm also a fan of Ryan in terms of what he's doing on the creative side of it, how he's vlogging and Mm. documenting, very similar to what we're trying to do with this podcast. So I thought, I want to get Ryan Serhant on the show because selfishly, I want to speak to him. And I also think he'll be able to add some genuine value to the listeners of the show. So what did we do? We practiced what we preached, Mm -hmm. took action, and then we emailed, we cold emailed. And everyone that's listening, well, how do you get Ryan's email? The guy says it in nearly every single yeah. one of his vlogs. <laughs> and it's what I'm saying. Like, guys, getting someone's email address is not the hard thing. Writing an email that they respond to and resonate with is definitely the hard thing. So that's what we want to show you on today's show. This is the behind the scenes a little bit. Harry, who's reading it, me or you? Uh, if, wanna... if, if you read it, so it, so you know, so then you know the tone okay. that it was uh, that it was meant for. So, the, by the way, guys, the idea of this is we want to show you behind the scenes what we did to land a podcast guest on our show, so you can then take that and apply it. Again, taking action, you can apply it to whatever you're trying to do. If it's trying to land a meeting with a client, you can take this, and it relates to everything whether it's trying to land a deal with a client, get a foot in the door foot in the door with someone that you're trying to land a job with, whatever it is, a cold email is super hard to get right. So we wanted to just share this with you because this one clearly landed. Let's get into it. August 8th, 13 days ago, point recording this. Hey Ryan, I know you're busy and your book is dropping next month. So I'll keep this brief and to the point. I run a podcast brackets, startup diary with a link to the show that documents what it's like as I build a business from bootstrapped to VC funded and beyond. Currently 23rd in all business podcasts and 210 episodes in. We were put in the top six business podcasts by HSBC, link to that article, brackets, one above Tim Ferriss, not saying we have a better show, but pretty proud of that. We do not have a huge following, but I'm super proud to be getting 30,000 plus downloads a month as this is a passion for me, not my business. I am reaching out as I watch the vlog, enjoy Million Dollar Listing New York, and enjoyed your recent Sell It Like Sirhan TV series. I want to get you on the podcast so you can drop some bombs for the listeners over 15 to 30 minutes, brackets, your choice, and plug the book to drive some value back for all the value you have brought me and others. If you have the time, tell me when and where and I will make this happen. I'm pretty sure if I pull does 10.30 next Tuesday or 2pm next Thursday work at this point, it won't work. So I'll leave that to you. I'm a salesman and proud of it. Keep hustling, bro. And if I never hear back, rest assured, I am buying a book for all the team and wish you all the success. That's the cold email that I sent to Ryan. Seven hours later, I got a response. Before we dig into that and then plug a future upcoming episode where we interview the guy, mm-hmm. we want to dissect this. So Harry, if you're listening to this for the first time, as we break that email down, what do you want to dig into? Because you said, let's get on the show, let's dissect this email because there's certain things in here that must be in there for a reason. Let's go through it. So anyone in the listenership that we have, 
can then take that and apply it to what they're trying to achieve. Yeah, so there's a there is a few different things going on in this email. When I when I read it, because you were, I believe you CC'd me in. Um, when I read it myself, I was like, wow, that's smart. So <laughs> just to skim over all of it, basically you've um, you've plugged our show, yep. said that there's a following with a bit of reach, and then reconnected it to the fact that he's got a book launching. Uh, so it would be a good opportunity for him to come on the show. It'd be beneficial for him to come on the show because then he could potentially sell more books. Uh, and then the sign-off at the end was very salesy like trying to trying to close him by saying 10 30 on tuesday next week isn't going to fly with you because i know you're excellent at your craft so like it, it hit home with with what he does as a business um so yeah i think the way you structured it was crazy um and do you want then- to read it line by line and just go into or a couple of lines at a time and, it, and i can just explain the reason i put that in there yep um so i think the opening one with I run the podcast, um, documenting the business, bootstrapped to VC funded, um, and then a bit of social proof. Currently, twenty three in all of business podcasts and two hundred and ten episodes in. Yeah. So the reason I the reason I took that in, and even to take it one step back, I tried to open up with something that respects his time. So I said, I know you're busy and your book is dropping next month, so I'll keep this brief and to the point. I want him to read that first line and go, okay, this guy knows me. He knows I'm always on. He knows there is some value that I'm trying to drive in terms of I'm trying to get some book sales. So at that point in time, I've tried to create like a hook that makes me go, this is interesting already. It's not, hi, Ryan, my name is Adam and I mm-hmm. do this and I do that and making it all about me. It's, listen, listen, dude, I know, I know you. I know you're busy. I know you've got this thing in the pipeline. So that creates that intrigue. And then you use the exact sort of word that I was going to go down, that social proof. So many people start a podcast and they get to episode seven and then they never release another show. And I 100% know that Ryan is probably getting cold emails from hundreds of people trying to get them on the podcast. And I wanted to just show like, this isn't a thing that we're trying to do. This is a thing that we do. Like we are 23, we are 210 episodes in. And at that point in time, we were 23 in all business podcasts throughout the world. If that doesn't get someone's attention who's trying to sell a book, I don't know what will. Then we go on to a bit more social proof, which is like, rather than just take my word for it, click this link Mm. and this is one of the biggest banks in the UK listing the top six business podcasts where we rank number three one spot above Tim Ferriss so these first three lines were one I respect your time two we do this show and three there is value for you to be on the show what's the next thing we want to get into Uh, so then you go on to say basically what our audience is on average um, per month so you're already giving him an insight into the reach that he can expect by spending 20, 30 minutes of his time. Uh, so I guess your train of thought there is, here's some potential sales. 100%. I'm trying to, I am in this email, let's not get it twisted. I'm trying to sell to this guy. Yeah. Like his time is valuable. I get that. But what I'm trying to say is, listen, for 15 to 30 minutes of your time, you can get yourself exposed to 30,000 downloads a month. So then very quickly, he can do some calculations and go, is it good ROI for me to get on this podcast? That's that's what you want to, if anyone's listening to this and you're thinking about applying this, how can you position this so it's a win-win situation? You get him on the show to drop some value and he gets to plug his book. If it's, guys, we are thinking about doing this podcast and we want you as one of the first guests, Ryan, some people have that twisted thought of like, oh, 
you're lucky, Ryan, because you can be one of the first guests on our new show. Whereas the truth of the matter is, you haven't proven you're going to do a show. You've got no audience. And he's actually doing all the legwork for you. He's applying his brand and reputation to your show. You're just taking from him compared to giving back. So what we tried to do is position this in terms of, we've got this cool show. We have these amazing listeners. It's pretty pretty big in terms of the business podcast world. Would you like to come on it? And then we went in to say, listen, we didn't say it. We didn't ask for an hour. You gotta be reasonable. Like we asked for 15 to 30 minutes. Like anyone can give up 15 minutes. 30 minutes was a bit of a push, but I even wanted to put that in there because I wanted to give Ryan basically the opportunity to say, guys, I have 20 minutes. That's all I've got. And we would have taken that 20 minutes. That's cool. But if you give someone the opportunity and make them think, oh shit, I can't book an hour in for this show. You've got to put some time in there because people, when they go, how long is this show going to be? If you're having them to answer or ask these own internal questions, I might not have ever got an email. And it's little stuff like that. If I said, hey, we do a podcast and we interview guests for an hour each time, he would have gone, shit, no, I ain't got an hour for this. Mm. And it's having that awareness of how much time can you realistically expect from the guy you're trying to get in front of. Yeah, and then following that, um, you then kind of reiterate that you do follow his content and the things that he puts out and that you know basically you're saying I know who you are and I follow you I'm not just I've not just seen your name seen your followers and think that you'll do good on our show and bring our numbers up 100% that's such a good point like this what we try to do in this email is apply some context to say this isn't like a cold email that out the blue because I want to leverage your brand name to get more followers like dude I watch Million Dollars in New York I like the show Mm -hmm. I watch Sell It Like Sirhan I actually torrented it, to be honest, because it's not available in the UK. But I got the show and I watched it and I enjoyed it. That's how driven you were to watch it. (laughs) Uh, By any means necessary. (laughs) And I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I had already blind up and pre-ordered his book. This isn't me saying, oh, dude, I want you on my show because I can use Ryan Serhan in the title Mm. and get more listeners. This is, I actually know who you are. I know what you're all about. And I think you'll be good for my show. Not a hey, you've got 1.7 million. I don't know how many followers Ryan's got. You got one. That's that's a good point. I have no fucking clue <laughs> how many followers Ryan has because that was not my motivation for getting yeah. him on the show. I just know that he's a good guy putting good content out, and that's why I wanted him on the show. And I tried to get that across in the email, which is, listen, I know all about you. I think you'll be a good fit. This isn't going to be a cold introduction where I have no in- idea of what your background is like. And then the penultimate sentence. <laughs> that's clearly the word of the day on Harry's toilet roll have you not seen those no I haven't no. word of the day toilet too roll too busy wiping my ass with it <laughs> <laughs> graphic uh, yeah so you, it says if you have if you have the time tell me when and let's make it happen uh, I'm pretty sure if I pull the does 10.30 and it's Tuesday or 2pm on Thursday work best for you won't work so I'll leave it to you that's just me throwing back to the fact that listen dude I'm a salesman like you're taught yeah, one I know I know all the tricks. <laughs> you are taught 101 in sales school. Like don't say, oh, when are you free? Like if you're doing a cold call to a client and you're trying to get a meeting, you you give them options. Like if you just say when you're free, I'll like, I'll get back to you. If you then say, are you free next Tuesday at 10:30 or Thursday at 2, which one works best? You force them to make a decision. And none might be good, but if none are good, he'll come back to you with a time. He or she will come back to you with Wednesday at four. Does that work for you? And then you've got your booking. Done. Meeting closed. So I want us to throw this in here and say, listen, dude, I know sales. 
But I know that if I say to you, Ryan, Ryan, are you free next Monday at 10 or Thursday at 2? He'll be like, listen, kid, like I'm busy. Mm. You work around my schedule. But I wanted to throw some context in to show that this is salesman to salesman. The reason I follow you is because you're a salesman, not because you're a celebrity. So I wanted to just throw that in there just for a bit of fun when he gets to the end of the email. It's sort of like, ah, this 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 kid gets it. Like he's a, he's a salesman. He knows his craft a little bit. So I want to throw some context in there. And then the final line is just a nice little sign-off. Um... I'm a salesman and proud of it. Keep hustling, bro. And if I never hear back, rest assured, I'm buying a book for all the team and wish you all the success. Yeah, so what I wanted to do was simply end this with a nice sign-off, which basically explains I have zero expectations. I, if you want to come on the show, that would be fantastic. And there's there's two different things of mentality going on here, which is I have zero expectations, which is fine. There's also this weird thing that happens in sales where if you off, if you chase someone too hard, they say no. Whereas if you move slightly away, you move backwards, people like to chase things they can't have. And it's not the fact that Ryan can't have this. This is the fact that I'm not going to be pushing extremely hard. This isn't going to have a three-part email series following up. This is, if you don't reply to this email, I'll assume it's not happening because I'm not going to keep chasing you for this interview. Which, I think, genuinely, I think the psychology behind this is, if I don't reply to this, it's not going to happen. And also the fact that I genuinely just want him to know that I have zero expectations. I'm asking him onto the show for the right reasons and I value his content, which means that if he comes onto the show, he's going to be coming in with the right mindset. He's not going to be coming in with this. Um, Combative is the wrong word, but he's going to come on knowing that I'm coming from the interview in a good place mm. without the want, without the want to need to use his brand to self-promote my own podcast. I think it's just a, a nice way to sign off and allow people to feel very comfortable with not replying or firing an email back. And largely because if he doesn't reply to this email and he drops a book in two years' time, I want to fire him another email that looks very similar to this and see if he's then available. Like there's a long game here. Just because Ryan doesn't reply to this in the future as we grow and he grows and I want him on the podcast in two years' time, he'll 100% type my email address in or he'll have an email thread which is like, oh, this dude emailed me two years ago and he wasn't a dick. He just He was like, can you come on the show? If not... I like you, we've got this listenership and he's got some social context to how big the show is at that point in time and if I don't reply, no issue, still love what you do. If he looks at that in two years' time, he's like, ah shit, the kid's persistent. Like, I've now got this other thing I want to plug. I will jump on his show. There is a there is a long game here as well. And I think too many people have these expecta- expectations and they go back and say, hi Ryan, disappointed, didn't get a reply to this, da-da-da-da. Like, these guys are busy. Like, have zero expectations when you put this out there. Give the, give your guest or your op- your client an opportunity to say no to me in that time. So I actually think you could make this email as a template. So just looking at it again, it's like intro. If it was something like polite intro, reference current promotion that person is doing, um, and respect time. Follow up with social proof. Um, reference more work that they've done, and then follow up with a. <laughs> with a potential close like you could create you could follow this email guideline and send it to almost anyone that's that you want to get on a show or even just speak to or have that coffee that you want to just spend five minutes with 100 percent. i think the way that you just broke that down which is completely right i'm not going to repeat it but go back <laughs> go, go back and listen to what harry just said because it's it's nail on the head there is a formula behind this email and th- it's very simple to replicate this and apply it to whatever you're trying to do. So what I'm hoping you do after this show, and this is a throwback to episode 218, which is all about taking action. What you need to do now, guys, is re-listen to this episode 
pause every line. It's about doing the homework, pause every line and then think about the next client, the next meeting, the next coffee that you want. Write this email formula in your own language to your own contact and then send the email. Don't look at it, leave it in drafts and wait, send the email. Then do you know what you need to do? Go and do it 50 more times Mm -hmm. because the fact that we got Ryan to reply to this in seven hours and on the show in a week and a book delivered from New York that we're going to talk about on an upcoming show, the fact that this worked and it's a one-for-one strike rate, 100% amazing, don't get it twisted. You might have to send 50 of these to get one reply. Put in the work because if if you've Pick the right people for the right reasons, that one in 50, for you to spend an hour or two hours sending 50 emails, like the return for you is phenomenal. So copy this email template, make a list of 50 people that you want a meeting with, that you want to do business with, that you want a coffee with, you want advice from, you want to raise money from. The list is endless. Make that list of 50 people, write an email using this formula, and I want to hear back from the people that actually do the work. Let me know how you got on. Harry, anything else you want to add? Uh... I just wanted to wrap up with the turnaround time of Ryan's response. Like, <laughs> bearing in mind, I'm assuming he is it is he East Coast, so it's like what six hours. God, I don't I, know. New, New he, York. He's 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 behind <laughs> us, and yes. it lo- it looks like he replied in his morning emails. Yeah, so like he's got out of bed, done his run around New York, gone onto his emails, and responded to this. And his response was literally. Let's do it. My team will send you my book tomorrow so we can talk about that too. Cool. It comes out. It's, it's American. But it's 918. 918. Yeah, yeah. 18th yeah. of September. <laughs> it's 100% right. And I just want to drill into that as well is guys, like if you think you're busy and too busy to do stuff like this, just take a leaf out of Ryan's book. Like the, <laughs> the dude's like busy and he has time to one reply to cold emails from guys with a small podcast in the UK and then jump on a show mm. And a little bit of a teaser. We had connection issues as well on that show. Like the show turned out amazing because Ryan was a diamond and Harry's an amazing editor. But the guy just puts in the work. So take but, away from this. Just do the damn work. Yeah, and he, and, and he does uh, he does actually cover a little bit of how he approaches this, this sort of scenario, uh, which you'll which you'll hear in the interview. So Harry, this episode is two twenty. Am I right in thinking that Ryan, our interview with Ryan Serhant is 221? It can be. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, when you listen to this show, the next episode, you're going to be listening to this on a Friday. Our interview with Ryan drops on the Monday. Now, hot, hot fire. (laughs) I've got fire emojis going off in my head right now. Guys, if even if you think you don't do selling, trust me, you do. If you're a founder, you need to yeah. sell your product. If you work in a job, you need to sell yourself. If you want to do something with the wife and she disagrees and she wants to go to New York over Amsterdam or whatever thing, you are always selling. That's a very like relatable yeah, experience. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah. You are always selling in day-to-day life with how you motivate your colleagues, with how you run your family, with how you run your business, with how you do your job. Every day you are selling and I love sales. You can tell this is coming through. The interview with Ryan, I thoroughly enjoyed, even though we had those connection issues. And guys, I got sent this book from New York and I read it fast. Okay. So like, 
I'm a salesman. The book's got some actual value, even if you think you're a sales ninja like myself. Listen to the show. I want to hear what you have to say about it. That drops on Monday. And if you have not left us that review in iTunes yet, and you have got this far in episode 220, for the love of God, pause what you're doing right now. Pull over, John. Pull over. Make sure it's safe. Make sure there's a hard shoulder. Put your hazards on. Pull over. This is important. Go to your podcast player. Go to the review section. Hit the five-star review. Tell us why you listen to the show. It would mean the world if you get us to 100 reviews by the end of August. That is fast approaching. And by the time this episode drops, it might actually be the end of August, thinking out loud. Oh my God. But guys, hopefully you've helped us get there. If it is September when you listen to this, go and leave us that review. It's the only thing we ask in return. It keeps us motivated. If you want us to keep these mics going, leave the review. And if you have any questions, you can contact us by emailing myself at harrison at experttrades.com. Two T's in the middle and one S at the end. And if you're not following us on Instagram, go and do it. We have like, if you've been following us on Instagram for last year, you will have seen our game is getting strong. Harry's doing some creative for shows. Like the likes, the subscribes, everything is going in the right direction because you awesome people listen to this show. We are on Startup Podcast on Instagram. Follow us, drop me a DM. You get Harry on email. Predominantly, you get me on Instagram. Drop me a direct message. Connect with me. I want to hear about what you're doing and why. And on that note, stay tuned for next Monday's show where we interview Ryan Serhant on the show. Speak to you soon, guys.